Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Kat. And that was a phone noise. Did everyone hear it? Hi, Kat. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It was International Women's Day this week. I know. And it's Mothering Sunday this oh. week. Doing it for the women. We are. How are you? You good? I'm good, you know. Feeling amazing, actually. Good. How have you got on with the challenge? I've smashed it. Smashed it? Smashed it. I feel like this is the first challenge you've come in and gone, smashed it. I have, because you know, I told you, I, I am a professional walker. She's a professional So, um, yeah, I was gonna, I was bound to smash this. So, have you really been getting out and enjoying it? Yeah, I did um, 18,000 steps on Saturday. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. I know. Just for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, we were challenged to do 10,000 steps every day for seven days last week. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, I found it relatively easy. Yeah, it's because you're a fitness queen. No, but so you, you like walking. So I've just, yeah. and the weather's been nice. So I've just got out, got it done. Yeah. It's been good. Do you know what? I found a nice little walk. We did the canal from ours in Salford up to Salford Keys down the canal, round Salford Keys and back down into town on the other side of the canal. Oh, wow. It was a top walk. It was about 15K. Lovely. How long was like, so How long did it take to do it? About three hours. We had fish and chips on oh. the way. Oh. It was lovely. It was a really nice walk. Do you know what I miss? Going for a walk and then just nipping in the pub for a drink on the way. Yeah, we can't talk about the pub again, mate. All we do is talk about the Right, pub. okay, we'll stop. Stop. <laughs> People are going to think, those two girls just chat about going for a drink all the time. <laughs> but do you know what? On my walk today, oh my gosh, I was walking... In this little town called Sale. Shout out to Sale. You know I love Manchester. And I seen a guy running and I looked up and it was Batman. What? Batman. It wasn't actually Batman though. Was he just dressed in Bat- as Batman? Dressed as Batman. I don't okay. think Batman's actually real. <laughs> All right. I'm ruining my dreams. <laughs> yeah, he was just running like he was about to save someone or something. I thought, are you okay, love? I looked and I don't know where he was running to. Maybe he was doing it for charity or something. Everyone's doing them virtual runs, aren't they? Like running marathons in the hometown. Yeah, but on his own. Yeah, maybe. Why, why not? Well, I ain't going to run a marathon with him. Like, <laughs> you just track your miles, don't you? And then run a marathon. Oh, right. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but dressed as Batman, though. People have done marathons in suits worse than Batman. Right. <laughs> and then on the... Right, so that's, that was on the walk. And then I was walking back to the car. I seen a policeman just, like, looking through the bushes. And I was like, what's he doing? Next minute, turn around, him and another policeman is just running down the meadows. Chasing Batman? There must have been. <laughs> Batman was on the rob. That's and what Batman was doing. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Batman was on the rob. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. So much drama on just a little walk in the meadows. In the meadows? Meadows in sale. Ermston Meadows. But Honestly, when... mate, you come out with these places in town. <laughs> Charlton Water Park, Ermston Meadows. You make Manchester sound like it's the Lake District. Oh, mate, you need to go. It's amazing. Well, no, I, I think I'm going to stick to my canal walk. Uh, Do you know what? It was quite dangerous though. It's quite a thin path and there was a lot of people and I thought if someone just takes a tumble and they're in that water. Someone just coughs, you could have COVID. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. I, I was not bothered about that. I was more bothered about <laughs> being pushed in the water. Oh God. Yeah, no. So I challenged this week. Mm-hmm. It's my friend Beverly. I got in touch with her. I wanted her to join us tonight because she is a fitness fanatic herself. She's a personal oh. trainer. She has her own little gym in Berry. Shout out, Berry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I asked her to join us, but she can't because she's doing a load of Zoom classes because that's what we do with our lives now. 
Zoom, Zoom. Zoom fitness classes. But I said to her, right, well, because you can't join us, set us a challenge. So she has said to us, we have to catch one sunset and one sunrise this week. All right. So we have to be outside to right. catch the sunrise right. and to catch a sunset on a day this week. Sounds nice. I think it sounds bloody lovely, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, yeah, but you oh, I love like your that. like your midnight runs and all sorts. She'll be catching all midnight sorts out runs, there because I've been on the rob. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you dress as Batman, won't it? Actually, you have got like a. I've <laughs> got a Batman top on. You got a Batman top on. Yeah. So right. I, this is actually Eve's top. I stole it from her. So don't you just basically grasped me up because yeah. I told you I'd give it a back Go, and yeah, I'm still she, wearing it. Get, get your top back before she keeps that one. Catch one sunrise and one sunset this week. Okay. And I want photo evidence. Right, you'll get photos. I'll be round Cholton Water Park. Catching the sunrise. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that is our <laughs> challenge. We have a bit of a special episode this week, don't we? We do. We are joined by two guests today. So we're joined by Cara, who has openly spoke about battling an eating disorder for many years for many years yeah like, many years majority of her lifetime yeah which she openly talks about it on her instagram which we'll uh we'll put the at underneath and i think she's a very positive soul yeah she's brilliant so make sure because i absolutely love her content get on twitter guys i love twitter and, and follow you Clara. are still on the twitter hype aren't you i feel like the twitter train left the station a good five years ago are Kat. you joking no mate like i don't know <laughs> Do you know what? Since all of this Meghan and Harry drama and everything like that, Twitter is a place to be for all the updates. Right, no. See, I used to love Twitter. I used to like being able to voice an opinion and then mm. you start getting in trouble for your opinion. <laughs> so you just come off Twitter and just post a picture of yourself like, I did my makeup today. I'm one of them weirdos though, that don't like anything pretty much and don't comment either. So I'm just being nosy. Yeah, I'm no, just existing you in the love Twitter. Twitter. World. She always messages me. She's like, "Yeah, put put this on Twitter. We just go on Twitter. You're literally the only person I go on Twitter for. I o- <laughs> only time I open my app is when you've gone. Jasmine, you just do this. I know. I remember <laughs> saying, to, I remember saying to you, like, can go and um, retweet that, please. Or yeah. <laughs> I don't go on it. I don't. I don't tweet. <laughs> I really don't. I don't even know who I follow on there anymore. Oh, for God's sake, we're we're saying on there. We love it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Yes, yeah, so we're having like a little bit of a a girls chat. Yeah, we are. I'm excited. I've got my friend Vic from work. Love Vic. She's great. She's got great experience as well. And she's got a lot of advice to give. Oh, it's nice. I think it's nice. I think it's nice to have female guests. Yeah, it's International Women's Day. Well, it has been, so we need the women in here, don't we? Yeah, also, like, I just think it should be International Women's Day every day of the week, so... It should be. Celebrate us. Celebrate us. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, mate. Before that... yeah. What has been your peak and pit of the week? So, my peak has been my fitness. Yes. Like, honestly, I've just been on it. Do you know what makes me happy? The fact that we started this podcast Mm. so we could show that fitness and mental health go hand in hand. Yeah. And you've just said the challenge has been, well, you didn't say the challenge, but I'm kind of guessing it's a challenge. Your challenge (laughs) has been your peak. Yeah. So it shows it works, guys. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, we do. And it's made my mental health so much better. I feel like when I'm in control of my fitness and health and stuff like that, it just makes me more happier, more relaxed. And it's really helped me this week. What's your peak of the week? My peak has been... I heard it in my head a second ago. (laughs) We 
keep forgetting, don't we? My peak, no, my peak has been I, my walk that I spoke about earlier. So I kind of like shot myself in the foot talking about that before. Um, finding, I'd never done that walk before up the canal. It was nice. It was, I mean, it rained as well. And I didn't even care that it was raining. I enjoyed my walk and I enjoyed having fish and chips on my walk. Mm. Was it like that Bridgerton moment when um, the light dance in the rain? No, I've not got that far on Bridgerton. Only two eps in, wasn't feeling it. Oh, really? Started behind her eyes, also not feeling it. What? Yeah, no, finding it a bit weird. Like, don't really know what's going on, sick of seeing doors. Yeah, it's weird, but, you know, you've got to keep watching it. It's one of, them, right. one of them. Keep watching and it'll just it'll be amazing. Okay, so I'm I'm at three and I'm like, literally like, all right, come and speed it up. Something's got to happen soon because at the moment I'm just, yeah, it's not really doing it for me. But my peak was my nice walk and my pit was I didn't have any tea bags and then it was on my list to buy tea bags and then I never bought tea bags so I didn't have tea bags for about four days and I, I nearly swore then that's how serious I was about it. Oh I didn't I didn't have a my first cup of tea of the day for about four days and it just set me off like I was getting really angry. Aww. And then I was having coffee instead and then having a headache for the days. Well, you've got really strong coffee, haven't you? Have you got that espresso got me, machine? Got me an espresso machine and I Yay. love it. I think it's the best thing. But I'm going to end up spending a fortune on Nespresso. Yeah, pods. you will be. Especially because my mum and dad bought me the new one, which I love you for. Thank you, mum and dad. But can't buy the cheap pods in Tesco. Can you not? Because they've changed the sizing, so now I have to buy them from Nespresso. <laughs> so now it's costing me an arm and a leg. But Aww. hey-ho, I'm sure that Tesco Finest will fetch out the new size pods. So I can put them in my definitely, machine. definitely. What's your pit, mate? So the pit is, um, basically, we've painted our whole house, which is great, looks great. But as we were painting it, we broke the radiator. Oh, it's annoying. I know, so annoying. So we're gonna need to get that fixed. But the house is looking nice, though. Well, that's good. Mm. That's good. It's just minor. Yeah, minor detail. It's nice that your pit's not that bad. I know, for once. It's not as bad as not having a brew for four days straight because you just genuinely forget to get tea bags. So let's get the ladies on. Yay, I'm excited. Welcome, girls. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got Vic here. Hi. Hi, Vic. Hi. You are right? Yeah. And we've also got Cara. Hi. Hello. Are you okay? I'm good, thank you. Good. So we wanted to get you ladies on just because it's been International Women's Day, though it should be International Women's Day every day of the year. (laughs) And just basically just have a chat about how we are, what we've been up to, basically why we're proud to be a woman. Yeah. Purely just I couldn't be bothered being a boy. (laughs) I'd be a nightmare if I were a boy. (laughs) So that's why I'm happy I'm a woman. (laughs) So how we start all the time is we ask our guests, what is their peak and pit of the week? So, Cara, what's your peak and pit of the week? Um, my peak is from today. I got discharged from the eating disorder service oh, after a year and a half. And, well, 10 years on and off, but the last year and a half solidly. And my pit is probably, um, it was really, really cold at the weekend. (laughs) And I struggle with that in lockdown because I don't like being in the house for very long and it's hard um, to go out and do things when it's really cold out. Yes. So today you literally was discharged today? Yeah, at one o'clock. 
wow and you're and you've joined us on our podcast so thank you so much (laughs) that's that's amazing thanks can would you like to tell us more about that you absolutely don't have to if you don't feel comfortable to do so but yeah yeah I'm happy to oh we would love to chat more if that's okay yeah yeah of course cool so what was it so you said it's been about 10 years on and off yeah in the adult service and then six years in cams so a really long time wow that's like is that like how old are you now if you don't mind me asking uh 30 30 yeah I'm 29 I like meeting people my age yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) me too (laughs) so how has it been like life for you how have you found it especially now we're in lockdown as well I guess it's a lot more tougher like you just said yeah um life I guess has been like pretty up and down I've done some really good things and some not so good things the last yeah the last year has been really difficult for everyone I think hasn't it being like having like mental health care in the last year has been quite difficult because all of it's been over video which obviously none of us were expecting to happen when it started so that's been interesting but it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be so it's actually turned out to be really successful I think all things considered I mean it has been you've been discharged so it Mm. is it's working to some extent like yeah it was so nice to be home oh I've been home the whole time um I was in well I was in day patient for six months um but I was still allowed to come home in the evenings and then the rest since then since June I've just been doing like a weekly appointment every week that's really good yeah that is good so how have you found because obviously you've been we've been in lockdown for a long time now and yeah it it really does it really does and how have you like coped with having an eating disorder throughout the lockdown uh it's been really difficult because it just meant that all my treatment was completely different to how I expected it to be or how you know how it started because I started in 2019 um before COVID was a thing or before we knew it was a thing also I think a lot of it is about like a sense of control and the world felt really really out of control for quite a long time so that was really hard um but I think I've kind of just come to terms with kind of how things are at the moment um I think if you'd have told me we'd still be in lockdown in next March I'm not sure how I would have coped with that information but it's just kind of one day at a time isn't it I think at the moment yeah we we were saying the other day that once we got a day it just it was so much easier it's changed everyone's view hasn't it Mm. even just Boris coming on the telly and giving us a few dates I was like you know what all right then (laughs) I mean you've lied before but I might believe you this time yeah Yeah, it's just seeing a way out isn't it it's just a bit of like motivation I think that's what I think we're all kind of used to it now and now we're used to it it's like oh well it's, we're coming out of it now we're all like adjusted to life in lockdown and um, I'm quite used to just sitting on my ass and doing nothing every day I thought as well like we've been saying in the previous episodes that once Boris gave us a date it'd be a lot easier yeah I'm not sure it has though I think it's been a thing where I'm like waiting now now I know that it's like it's happening mm. everything just seems to be going so much slower I'm like, come on, we've I've got that app on my phone that counts down everything. And the other day <laughs> it counted down to being able to see a friend outside. But um but Cara, I've I suffer from quite bad depression and I found that oh when God. the start of lock when lockdown first started, I really, really did struggle. It kind of flared yeah. up 
my symptoms in a way did you feel that way with you or did you did you cope have coping strategies yeah definitely and I I wouldn't say like I was pretty depressed like when my anorexia was really bad but it was kind of like as a result of that but yeah definitely at the start of lockdown I just felt so purposeless and I felt like I was sort of doing myself like activity timetables because I was still off sick from work so I didn't really have anything to fill my time with doing like timetables and things but it felt like I was just doing things just for the sake of it to pass time and because we didn't know when any of it was going to end I felt really like lost at the start of lockdown now that I'm back at work and doing stuff like that it's a lot easier but yeah definitely I was really like really low to the start of it that sounds really a good idea what you said about the activities that you Mm. were and tables you were making so what sort of things were they I broke it down hour by hour and it had stuff like therapy and like all my meals and then things like I tried to replicate what the timetable from my day patient service was since there was I think it was like Thursday morning we'd have like an anxiety management session so I'd try and timetable in on a Thursday morning to do like a like some mindfulness by myself or something like that so I tried to give myself like as much structure in the day as possible but sometimes it did feel really um pointless to just be doing stuff until I could go to bed again and then just wake up the next day and do it all over again but it definitely like it got easier with time but I'd say for the last month or so I did really really struggle I think it's mad how much we crave routine mm. routine's taken away from us we all of a sudden like go into like panic mode and like wow what do we do now and I just remember yeah. when Boris I just remember what he said it as something like short-term uh short-term sacrifice long-term gain and yet here we are 12 months on Boris in the <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna I've had I've had my arguments about Boris I'm not gonna go up there but I think having that routine taken away from you and just it was so drastic like they shut the schools and the gyms oh, were shut and the shops were shut and all of a sudden I'm like sat there like well what do I what do I do I was out of work anyway so it was just just strange just mm. really really strange but you find a new routine then don't you like you adapt 100%. to this new normal don't you and I think Cara I was having a little nosy on your Instagram earlier <laughs> <laughs> and I I think you've been so positive I think what your Instagram gives off is so much positivity you've gone through so much yet you radiate so much good and I think it was really lovely to have a look you had one post that I really wanted to pick up on BMI is bullshit. Yeah. And it, I literally read it and was like, yes, it is. Because I remember <laughs> years ago, so I, I power lift. So oh, I wow. A, a, quite a strong physique. And I remember going and I, I can't remember, I think I was going to see a gynecologist and she made me stand and weigh myself and did my height. And I'm only four foot 11. And my weight, I can't remember what I weighed, but she sat me down and she was like, on paper, your class is obese. And I was like, what? Like I train six times a week. Mm -hmm. I like focus on my food and my nutrition. And this woman who didn't know me from Adam turned around and said, because of two figures that she's calculated, Mm. I was classed as obese. And I was like, what on earth? That is what is wrong with society. Especially Mm -hmm. amongst women. Yeah. I think. Mm. I just I just yeah. loved your post and it really brought so much home for me with that. 
Yeah, well, it was it was originally designed by a mathematician. It was just to measure like a population based on the average white man. So it's not only sexist, it's also racist. <laughs> as <Yeah. a> system. <laughs> it just doesn't work like at all to measure anyone like, as an individual. And that's it frustrates me a bit that eating disorder services use it so religiously because really hard to not focus on it yourself when your whole treatment team is really focused on it 100%. that's mighty hard I've never really I've never looked at it in my life and then I walked out of this room I was I went for to talk about my uh, periods with her and come out <laughs> like what on earth is going on I was like <laughs> I just think that is where things can trigger people massively yeah. massively yeah and I think yeah, as women I think we all need to just come together and be like, no, mm. nip this one in the bud. We're not going to deal with that. Absolutely. Definitely. So, Vic, Hi. what is your peak and pick of the week? I'm going to start off with my pick because I feel like that's the best way to do it. Okay. So, my pick is pretty much what we were all saying before, actually, just that lockdown, just now he's announced these dates. I'm so looking forward to these dates that I can't not think about these dates so I'm just weekends just seem to go so slowly mm. weeks go so slowly I feel like it should be Friday now but it's not and I just yeah it's just hard it's, I find it really difficult these past few de- weeks since he's done this announcement I found it so difficult to yeah. sort of get into anything because I'm just looking forward to these dates <laughs> so yeah, that's my pit. Mm-hmm. Um, and my peak's actually something that's quite like a full rounder. So I'm getting married. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so we've been planning a wedding since before lockdown. We just started planning then. But obviously, when lockdown happened, it's sort of everything's cut off. You can't go and try and a, a bridesmaid's a bridesmaid's dress in my own wedding. <laughs> a bride's dress, a bride's dress. You can't go and try anything on. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. So it's kind of been on hold. And since these dates, actually, now I'm like, get organised nothing and it's next year so yeah but from that it's kind of been really nice because I've now got back in contact with some friends that I've not been able to keep in contact with as much because everyone's got a life and things and everyone's doing their own thing at the moment and we're all kind of in a nice little group chat now all of my friends even though they don't know each other and they're all getting on and it's kind of got a nice like feel to it so that's nice my group chat started going off when Boris announced the dates like holidays they were like where can we go to Ibiza now then like allowed it we're going I don't have to pay £1,700 to sit in the Radisson when I come home so I was open last week didn't it I was like I'm going to Cyprus should we go to Cyprus I'm like okay I'll go I'll go anywhere me I'm just, I've got great anxiety about things getting back to normal I know it because I'm obviously wanting to get back to normal but the thought of just it just feels weird don't you think yeah I do feel yeah I do I get what you mean with that I do think like it worries me having to go and sit in a cinema and someone sit next to me and I'll be like mm-hmm. no, mate leave a few chairs yeah, don't I sit near me watch a film now without thinking oh those people have to be close together I do that I do that <laughs> or like literally you've watched it or they walk into a pub and they're not wearing a mask I'm like uh, where's your mask <laughs> I can't even remember it sounds so strange I can't even remember what film it was now but this woman licked the window and I was oh. like oh no you just don't do that no that no not a thing. I mean did you do that before oh, Covid because yeah, if really you did that slightly was... worrying <laughs> don't tell anyone <laughs> I might ask you one question girls before we finish actually yeah um, this is a quite a big topic what advice do you have to anyone out there that's struggling? So I'm going to ask you first, Cara, and then I'll ask you, Vic. Cara, for someone that's suffering from an eating disorder, like what, what advice would you give them? 
I guess like the main thing would be not to keep it to yourself because like from my experience it tends to get worse and they're very secretive illnesses and the more secretive you keep them the the more they can sort of take over and also I feel a bit conflicted about this advice really because I always want to tell people that they should just like go to their GP or to wherever to try and ask for some support but I know the services are so stretched that loads of people don't get it um I still would really advocate for people trying to get support even though it might not necessarily be there but also be on their website have like so many amazing resources if if people aren't able to get any sort of treatment on the NHS they've got like chat rooms and things like that that are really helpful but definitely yeah the main thing is just don't keep it to yourself because it's it's not gonna go away on its own and definitely like what I've learned this time around is that the more people I tell the more people can help me yeah Yeah. I think that's great bit of advice it's always comes down to just talking doesn't it yeah Mm, no one is ever on their own I think having a conversation opening up a conversation with someone hopefully someone listens to this podcast and goes I feel like I can now talk to someone about it and I think that's the whole point of doing this, weren't it, Kat? Like, we yeah. wanted to make sure we opened up conversations amongst people that they maybe found difficult. Mm. So thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it, especially so last minute. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was brilliant, Cara. And, you know, it'll help someone out there. You don't... I, I... Yeah, because I've, I've, one of my best friends had an eating disorder. She didn't go and get diagnosed, but we just knew she had it. And it's like mm. a, lot of, a lot of people do suffer and don't get help. Yeah, like so many. Being an adult and they, they continue those behaviours. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. But keep keep doing what you're doing. Honestly, you're amazing. Mm. I love you. Thank you. I'll keep following and seeing your journey. <laughs> we'll, we'll put your links below the podcast and stuff and I'll send you the link. Cool. We've done it. Awesome. Thank you much, darling. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks. Vic, what would your advice be to somebody that is suffering with a mental illness? I think, um, I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Like, I think the whole of this lockdown has been hard for absolutely everyone, whether they've got mental illnesses or whether they've anything, with anything, it's hard. I think my mental health issues personally come from a previous, like, domestic abuse situation, which is really difficult anyway. But in terms of just thinking about it, how it'd be now in lockdown, I can't imagine... And my heart really hurts for all these people, both men and women, because it happens to both people, that are now, like, locked and trapped in a house with someone that is really upsetting them. And I just... It's awful, because I just think those people are the people that need the help the most, but what what do they do? Where do they go? So I think it's kind of like mirroring what Cara said earlier, that just... You you try and talk to anyone, someone, someone somewhere, but at the same time, you don't, because you just don't in that situation you just kind of don't talk you just want to keep it to yourself I think it's so easy for people to sit back and in hindsight go oh do this yeah do that this Mm. is what I did this is where I like but for someone in that specific moment they just probably don't see a way out of it like where like where do you go yeah I think it's so easy for people to say as well like just leave that's 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 the that's the one that I got all the time why don't you just go why don't you just leave like you can see all those things that he was doing to you so just leave it's just not that I can't describe it's like a full-on control and I think that's some things that some people don't realize and I think you lose friendships over that if you're not already isolated from those friendships anyway yeah you lose friendships from people People thinking that you've just got a bit of a 
terrible boyfriend yeah. and they're not like I think also it's that's it, it goes down to it being a taboo subject again people don't want to talk about it people don't know about it people don't educate themselves on it so therefore they they don't know what you're going through so they just think it's just simple all oh, right it's like when people snap out of it mm. if you're feeling a bit down snap out of it just smile just smile no yeah. I don't want to why don't you grow a set <laughs> sorry sorry what like what yeah it's, it's just people just need to be more aware of the language they are using and the tone they are using that language yeah, yeah. not everyone reacts to things the way or the where someone else reacts to it and people expect them to react in the same way don't they and it's just absolutely and do you know what this is something i've had to i was a massive thing all the way through high school i found i would be if someone, I felt like someone was overreacting, maybe. I'd be a bit like, oh, you're overreacting. What are you doing that for? And it only probably when I started Hollyoaks and being around actors probably yeah. helped me more. Not everyone deals with stuff. Like, I'm dead blase about stuff, me. Mm. I know it's this can be awful. It's a really dull topic. But, like, death doesn't bother me. Mm. So, like. I just kind of go, oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. And that's how you deal with it. Yeah, like, that's that's mm. how it is. That's And I put yeah. that in a box and it goes and I'm, like, done. Whereas I've had friends take weeks and months off work yeah. for grief. Mm. And I used to be like, wow, what are you? I don't understand. Like, And I think that it took me a while to come to terms with the fact that people will not react in the same way you do, and that is absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely Everyone's fine. emotion is valid, and it's warranted. And if someone needs two, three weeks off work, then so be it. Yeah. That's not how you deal with it. Because they're not you. And it, 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 it probably is maturity that. That's probably me maturing somehow because I'm definitely not mature. <laughs> somehow maturing <laughs> through life, that's where that was been my biggest thing. I just thought everyone would react in the same way that I would to a situation. And they didn't. I think a lot of people just expect... Because I... Because if I'm upset about something, this is like maturity as well, growing up. But say, it's like a boyfriend situation as well. Like say when you were younger, if you broke up your boyfriend and he wasn't as, as upset as you are, then you'd be like, he didn't love me then. He didn't, you know, he didn't, he's not crying all week or something like that. Do you know, Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? So it's like that as well. It's like you grow up to realise that everybody is different and everybody reacts differently to things. And like Jazz said, that is absolutely fine. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's a thing that employers should realise as well, shouldn't they? Like, I think more people need to realise that again, like you were saying, like people need that time. Yeah. So sometimes it's it's not it does it, the people are given like a day for sometimes for like deaths and things, and yeah, I don't know. In my last job, they brought in duvet days. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So people, if they just needed a day off, like to be in bed and to what you bring the duvet with you? To ha- no, don't want to work. Like you take the day <laughs> off work and stay really? in bed. They called it duvet days. It's mental health days, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, and I thought that was the best thing ever. Hmm. Then I felt like I can't use them because I don't. I just literally wanted to stay in bed. Yeah, I would. I would be in bed yeah. all day. Cat knows how much I like a nap on my Vic lunch hour. Loves her naps. Honestly, Brilliant. absolutely loves them. But Vic, going back to your story, what was your turning point to get out? Of it? How did you? How did you get out? 
do you want the honest answer <laughs> or the strong will? I'd like to say, honestly, if I'm being really honest, I'd like to say that I got up and I left and I was a strong woman and I clicked my fingers and did all that stuff. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't. That what It wasn't what happened. Actually, how I ended up getting out of it was he just decided he was done with me now and it was moving on to the next one. Mm. But I don't think that makes me any less of like a strong woman. I just think that that was... I think I was lucky in a sense, really, because I mean, I'm not going into details, but it was a near death sort of situation a couple of t- on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. And I just think like, actually, when I look back on that now, I was so lucky that he wanted to go because I yeah. don't know actually how I would have ever got away from that situation. And unfortunately, that's what these kinds of people do. They just they consume your life. And to everyone else, they're like the most amazing human being ever. And they play their top Oscar-winning actors and actresses, honestly, they literally will play everyone around you. Even to, even yourself, you, you think that you're just as bewildered by everything. You don't have, you don't feel like, you, it feels like your brain is out of your body and it's like yeah. an out-of-body experience constantly. So I think if he hadn't have gone, I probably would have just continued. Not, I don't think I was ever putting up with it because I'd stand my ground because I am quite a strong woman and I'd say, I'm not putting up with this, I'm leaving, I'm going. But it's the backlash from that that you get, like, the chasing and the not physically chasing but I mean like they turn up at your house and they take like so you can't get physically out of that situation so I think I'm so glad in that sense that he sort of left and left me alone really so yeah that's kind of how I got out of it yeah things happen for a reason don't they 100% definitely just say bye Felicia see you later see ya I mean it didn't take me long to to like stop being upset about it if anything it was more just like a relief relief yeah um, I can imagine but then obviously then you just kind of did kind of what you said like put it in a box don't think about yeah. it I'm a strong lady I went to Bali I found myself I got some yeah. pants Yay. I that sort of stuff I was like yes um, and then it caught up with me about a year later <laughs> and yeah. then that's kind of when my mental health went because I just it all just suddenly sprung from it's nowhere it's or flight isn't it yeah. you just go into aeroplane mode and you're like I'm going, sit, literally getting yeah, on a plane and literally. going. Literally, bye. And yeah, I think reality will hit at some point, but my box is way far away. Yeah. <laughs> no one touches that box. Yeah. <laughs> like, that box ain't coming out. <laughs> so how have you coped then, Vic? Because like with mental illness, it doesn't, it's always there, like Alex said a, f- a few episodes ago, you just learn to cope, don't you? Yeah, I think you... I think you are, everyone has their up days and their bad days. So you cope and then something comes up and you kind of like just everything sort of comes back to you. But over like like lockdown and all this, stuff, it's just been, I, I can't just, every, everyone says the same thing. It's just been a strange time, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No one knows really what's been going on, what's happened. But I think that I've just kind of, at the start, I found it really, really, really hard. And I had to see a few counsellors and things and then kind of counsellors kind of got shot off. And then, like um, Cara was saying, it was all over the phone or on Zoom or whatever. And they talked to you about things and they were really great. Do not get me wrong. But then I think you just kind of get lost because there's so many things going on with COVID. You kind of get lost in the system. So mine swapped over to another counsellor and I never, ever got contact with that other counsellor and I never I never followed it up because I just thought I can't be bothered anymore which is unfortunate because it was just going around in circles and I had about six weeks of just no counselling whatsoever and then they kind of just go and I don't think it's anyone's fault I think it's just 
the way things are at the moment. So I kind of did get a little bit let down by that side of things. And I think just having the support of like my family and great friends and now my partner now, he's incredible and he he totally understands like my crazy times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, stop trying to cause a fight with me. You're trying to pick a fight. You're not getting a fight out of me. Like he knows exactly what's going on. So he's great. And my mum's fabulous um, at just having like a bit of mum time, you know, yeah. when you just need it. My mum's the first person I phoned. Literally, always. same. So is my mum. It's Mother's Day this week. Is it this week? This week? Yeah, it's yeah. Sunday. So don't forget about that. International Woman Day and Mother's Day. Day. Doing it for the oh ladies. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's just, yeah, as long as you've got a good support network around you. But if you haven't, then I think the only thing you can do really is talk to anyone. There's so many charities, so There's many so chat many. lines, so many places you can reach out to people. So please, please, if you're listening and you think any of these stories sound like you, even slightly, just get in touch with someone. I always think it's easier to talk to a stranger. Definitely. Than it is to approach a family member so maybe get that reassurance from a stranger have that com- and like build your confidence up and then take it to a family member or a friend and you know that's what we're missing going to the pub and being drunk in the toilet <laughs> yeah. the girls so all the girls yeah. <laughs> story. Yeah. I've gone missing life. for ages yeah. my friend's like she's in the toilet chatting to about Sweating a million girls <laughs> we've shared the lipstick their eyeliner yeah. their, their can't anymore COVID Everything, yeah we can't anymore yeah but that's what Aww. we're missing definitely thank you so much oh, thanks for, for having us. me yeah, really appreciate it. thanks for having me and also thanks for like getting me out of the house <laughs> like this is the first time I've not been anywhere that's Aldi oh no nice. so thanks, thanks, thank you. thanks, thanks ladies that was lovely being joined by people I know I having human contact well socially distanced contact and it was so much good advice as well yeah it's nice do you know what I love that no matter who we chat to everyone has had their own troubles in some way no matter how big or small yeah and I think just normalising that and just chatting about it, it puts me in such a good mood. It does, it does. I just love having all the girls in there. <laughs> yeah, girl power. Girl power. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us again. I think this is episode nine, which is mental. Oh, my God. How has time flown? I just don't know how I'm still talking about stuff, like how people aren't bored of listening to me yet. <laughs> but I'm glad you're not. But if you want to join us, you can follow us on the peak and the pit underscore podcast. We have a Twitter because cat tweets. Well, <laughs> we don't have a Twitter, actually. I just it, It's just my own Twitter. But if you want to... Oh, so cat just getting everyone to <laughs> follow her Twitter. <laughs> but she just posts about the peak in the pit. So follow cat. <laughs> follow cat on Twitter. Yeah, follow it's cat Whitten. Follow cat Whitten on Twitter. <laughs> Not much happens there, honestly. But I, I do um, love Twitter. Yeah, she is active. Who's she kidding? Uh, no, get involved. Make sure you write in with your peak in the pits. We love to hear from you. Also, if you want to set us a challenge, like go wild, have us do skipping or trampolining. Where do you trampoline? Don't have a trampoline. I don't have a trampoline. Well, things are opening soon, so you've got Jump Nation. Jump Nation. So you know what to do, guys. Like and subscribe. Yes, please. Thank you. I love you all. And can't wait to speak to you again next week see you next week bye bye